my name is Emily Hines and I attend Houston City Council meetings and take notes, which I then share with you. Today's notes are from the council meeting on September 28th, 2022. The first order of business was a public hearing on the new proposed and lower property tax rate. The state imposes a property tax revenue cap on all municipalities, and in 2015, Houston voters imposed an even more restrictive revenue cap. When the county adjusts property tax values, Houston must also adjust our property tax rates to comply, which requires a public hearing. I cannot emphasize how important this is and how bad of a resource I am on this. Please do yourselves a big favor and read up on it. No one signed up to speak today, so the public hearing was very brief. Next was the mayor's report. The next gun buyback event is on October 8th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Metro West Chase Park and Ride in District F. People can exchange guns for gift cards worth $50 to $200 depending on the gun. Mayor Turner thanked sororities and fraternities who have stepped up to fund different aspects of the event like catering and marketing. Mayor Turner expressed condolences on the passing of Archbishop Fiorenza. Houstonia Magazine published an article profiling five women in leading arts roles, including Nicole Irvin, director of the Mayor's Office of Cultural Affairs. The mayor wished a happy new year to the Jewish community celebrating Rosh Hashanah. Today was also Mayor Turner's 68th birthday, so well wishes to him. Next, I will go over some of the agenda items. Agenda items two and three would have approved the new tax rate, but Councilmembers Knox and Kubosh tagged them. Knox said we didn't do a good job getting the word out, evidenced by no one showing up to the hearing today, so we should postpone one week to let the public learn more about it. Two things. Number one, it's pretty rare for anyone to show up at these public hearings ever. And number two, I just want to remind everyone the tax rate is going down in accordance with the state and local revenue caps that have to get adjusted whenever the county adjusts their property appraisal rates. Agenda item four, approved the nomination of Will Jones to director of the finance department. He has been interim director since Tantry Emo left in July. Mayor Turner and many council members praised and congratulated Mr. Jones, the first African-American finance director in the city's history. Mr. Jones asked his mother to join him at the podium, handed her a massive bouquet of flowers and thanked her. He then said, quote, to anyone watching, if you have that doubt about where you should be, or you look around the table and you don't see people that look like you, or you think I don't have that master's degree, but there's evidence that proves that you should be where you are, please listen to that evidence. Push through that doubt. Your mind can play tricks on you, but there's always evidence that supports you are where you should be. Push through that doubt and the growth will be tremendous. If a little country boy like me from Hearn, Texas can be finance director of the fourth largest city, then you can do whatever you put your mind to." End quote. It was a very good city council moment. Agenda item 22 approved $122,000 for rescue equipment for the fire department that will assist firefighters in responding to structural collapse and heavy lifting incidents within the city and counties. Agenda item 24 approved spending $1 million on pallets of bottled drinking water to have on hand during emergencies. Agenda items 25 through 28 approved CARES Act funding for four organizations addressing homeless needs. The total amount was $4.8 million. Agenda item 34 approved an application to a $900,000 grant that would fund a mobile stroke unit for the fire department. Perhaps you remember how the U.S. Department of Justice is suing Houston over possible civil rights violations because of trash pickup disparity? No? See the show notes for a link, my friends. Agenda item 37 approved up to $285,000 for legal fees dealing with this case. 
Councilmember Kubash is disappointed because we could use that money to pick up trash. Mayor Turner agreed and hopes it will go away, aka get settled. Agenda item 38 approved an extra $50,000 for upgrades to the Tuffy Park pool in District B. They need more money because of unanticipated damage caused by a pre-existing void, which is perhaps the most relatable phrase I have ever come across in city council documents. Same, Tuffy Park pool, same. Agenda item 41 approved a $1.8 million contract with WorkQuest for janitorial services for Houston Public Works. WorkQuest is a state program that provides employment opportunities for individuals with disabilities. Councilmember Kamen highlighted that employees receive $15 per hour and other benefits such as paid time off for health care. Mayor Turner agreed and said that previous contracts paid just $8 to $10 per hour, which is unacceptable. He also commended the Mayor's Office for People with Disabilities for their work. Agenda item 42 approved a $1.2 million contract for a study of two possible water retention sites in District G. Councilmember Knox protested this item because he said the owners of the sites, Spring Branch ISD and Metro National, have not confirmed that they are on board. He said it is putting the cart before the horse. Mayor Turner said that's okay because it's just a study. He explained the study is also a required step in the process to receive federal funding. Councilmember Huffman, who represents District G, supports this item and said this retention is exactly what District G constituents are asking for. Agenda items 50 through 54 all approved HPD grant applications to the U.S. Departments of Justice and the U.S. Departments of Transportation. Councilmember Kamen highlighted them as tools in the fight against crime and requested that they come to the Public Safety and Homeland Security Committee if awarded, which I appreciate because it would be good to know more about how they will be used. Agenda item 68 set public hearing dates for the upcoming bond elections on Wednesday, October 5th at 6 p.m., Wednesday, October 12th at 6 p.m., and Wednesday, October 19th at 9 a.m. Agenda items 48 and 49 approved an agreement between the city, Harris County, and Buffalo Bayou Partnership to move forward with the master plan for Buffalo Bayou Park East, which is the four-mile stretch between 59 and the Port of Houston Entry Basin. This is all made possible by a $100 million gift from the Kinder Foundation, and an additional $200 million of public and private investments is also secured. Here is information from the support documents. The plan envisions parks and destinations that reflect the cultural and industrial legacies of Buffalo Bayou East, while simultaneously ensuring that these spaces welcome longtime residents and connect neighborhoods to the waterfront. The master plan is not only about parks and trails, it is a comprehensive community development plan for a part of town that has not seen this level of investment before. The cultural destinations, infrastructure improvements, and connectivity in Buffalo Bayou East came directly from the input Buffalo Bayou Park received from the East End and Fifth Ward communities." End quote. So many people remarked on this historic agreement. Mayor Turner and many council members expressed support and gratitude to all involved, especially the Kinder Foundation. Councilmember Cisneros said this project will confront the past. She specifically mentioned the murder of Joe Campos Torres and the industrial heritage of all of our waterways while looking to the future. And finally, Councilmember Popoff. It's been a while since we covered this, so let me refresh. The pop-off section is similar to the mayor's report. Each council member has an opportunity to bring up non-agenda stuff, like events in their district, their own initiatives, etc. 
Councilmember Castex Tatum plugged National Night Out on October 4th. The deadline to register to vote is October 11th, and early voting starts October 24th. Councilmember Peck plugged a fall movie night on October 7th. The movie is Zootopia. Also, there will be cops there to facilitate community discussions. Councilmember Jackson announced the Be Successful initiative, which will tackle poverty in District B. It sounds like a well-planned, bottom-up, multi-pronged approach. Councilmember Kamen announced the APP SunMed Houston Open, the first-ever professional pickleball tournament to be hosted in Houston. Domestic Violence Awareness Month starts October 1st. Kamen remarked on Rosh Hashanah and wished an easy fast and Shana Tova to those celebrating. She will be absent next week due to Yom Kippur. Councilmember Thomas plugged the next gun buyback event on October 8th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Metro West Chase Park and Ride. That's in District F, her district. Councilmember Pollard talked about 100 food pantries in 100 days, a new program from the Food Insecurity Board sponsored by Whirlpool. Councilmember Evan Shabazz plugged a CUNY Homes block party on National Night Out next Tuesday from 4 to 7. Councilmember Martin plugged a Kingwood recycling event this Saturday from 9 to 3 at the Kingwood Metro Park and Ride. And finally, Mayor Turner encouraged everyone to get the new COVID-19 booster, especially communities of color where vaccination is lagging. I got mine this past week, had some aches, but it was much easier on my body than the last booster, so please consider getting one if you haven't already. They are free. And that's it for this week. Big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you want to help support us financially, the Patreon is patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. We appreciate it. You can find resources for this episode, including where to watch city council meetings and how to find your city council member in the show notes. This podcast has music from Joe Wozni. It was produced by Connor Clifton. And that's it for this week. My name is Emily Hines, and I thank you for listening. <laughs>